Hey everyone, it's uh, Tom here from Ludicrous Feed. Thank you so much for joining us today. It is Saturday, the 2nd of September, 2023. So glad that you could join us on the live stream for our Saturday Extra. Uh, let's welcome our regular guest as always, Mr. Riz Akhtar from Carloop and The Driven. Hello, Riz. How are you this morning? Hey, Tom. Going well. It's chilly in Melbourne, but hopefully it's a sunny day, But and it's going to heat up because we've got a lot to talk about today. Oh, nice one. Yes, absolutely. So much to talk about, as always, on the Saturday show. Uh, it's not too bad in Sydney. Blue sky outside, uh, but a little bit chilly, a little bit crisp, but not too bad. All right, well, let's say hello to some of our regulars on the show this morning. So nice of you to join us on this Saturday morning. Uh, we've got Rob from Adelaide. Hello there. Dronus from Adelaide, also hello. Gaffer, nice to see you. Old new, hi from Melbourne. Greg says hi from rainy Perth. Uh, and Manya asks, does anyone want an outdated Model 3 long-range cryface? I'm sure there'll be some second-hand cars hitting the market very soon, Riz. Yeah, it seems, uh, seems that way. I can already see the... The used listings going up, um, uh, but it'll be quite interesting as we get into it this morning, what unfolded yesterday after we had certain predictions on Thursday night. That's right. You heard it here first on Ludicrous Feed Live. We'd like to bring you the latest in the gossip around the Tesla and EV world. Uh, we'll talk about that very shortly. Uh, Joe from Adelaide, we've got three Adelaideans today. Wow, that's good. Uh, we've got Paul saying hello. And yes, Billy Lid, the wait has ended. What could Billy be talking about? Hmm. And Gaffer says, blah, it's Saturday morning after the Friday night. I am a zombie. Yes, absolutely. Saturday morning is always tough, isn't it? Uh, oh, Sensei asks, what did everyone have for breakfast? Yeah, leave your comments below. And uh, Kenny Tim's morning from a chilly Melbourne. Yes, you did send me an email with a video that shows the new alloys. Thank you so much, Kenny. Appreciate that. I saw that. So I asked a question in my video last night. What did the new alloys look like? So there have been pictures online already. So thank you. Uh, Brandon says, good morning, and H2 Ryder, hello from Sydney. Uh, Jeremy Gordon's got the dad joke. It is Father's Day weekend here in Australia. Why would you go on a date with a 2023 EV? Because they now go the distance. Nice. I like it. I like it. Keep those Father's Day jokes coming. Uh, Ange ordered our first Model 3 refresh from Sunny Cans. Congratulations, Ange. Well done on getting the Highland Edition. Well done. Uh, and Stevie says, hi, team. And yes, and David says, checking in from Goolwa Beach. Oh, okay, where's Goolwa Beach, David? Let us know in the comments there. If you're watching on replay as well, hello and welcome. Uh, make sure you leave a comment too. And if you listen to us on audio podcast, thanks for joining us as well. All right, Riz, well, let's uh, get into it this morning. So, of course, the big news overnight was that, yes, the Tesla Model 3 Highland, so to speak, Highland Refresh is now live. And Australia, we're lucky enough to get the order page open and running. That's the key. It's um, it's happened, 1st of September. We've sort of been talking about it for months now. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess there's something in it for all sorts of people looking at either buying or upgrading a car. And I think a lot of the things Tesla has worked on as part of this refresh um, have been the things that would improve the overall look and feel of the car. And I think it's got way more value packed into it now, um, particularly from the point of view that, you know, some of the things we've been speaking about in warmer climates with ventilated seats, but we'll, we'll, we'll run through some of the features that it has. But the heart headline is Tesla reckons 50% of all parts in the vehicle are brand new. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, it's really good to see, actually. Um, it's a lot more value than I thought it would be as well. I thought it'd be just like a, a small midlife uh, update, but it seems like it's a bit more than just a cosmetic update. There's a few things going on there, which I'm very happy to see. Admittedly, like the Tesla Model 3 and, and arguably the Y hasn't really changed a lot in the last, you know, six years for the Model 3, seven years for the Model 3, and maybe the last four years for the Model Y. So this is a huge, huge refresh race. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's the way it feels. There's, you know, and you can sort of see the direction Tesla's going in with this uh, particular refresh for the Model 3. We've got, you know, timelines. Europe's got timelines as to when the first deliveries will happen. Mm -hmm. And I can sort of understand. So Europe, some parts of Europe where the orders are open, they'll get their cars by October, November, which is next month. So that means they will be producing them now. Cool. cool. And yeah, 
given that we're, you know, obviously got the cars from Gigafactory Shanghai, we're lucky enough to get them pretty quickly there. So that is the new refreshed Tesla Model 3 for those of you who have not seen it yet. There it is in all its glory. Uh, new front face, um, new wheels as well, and two new colors and lots of interior changes to boot too. So, and Riz, I believe congratulations are in order as well for you. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I put in a placeholder order. <laughs> Um, because there's no performance up for sale at the moment. But, um, yeah, no, the long range is what I sort of went with, and it's going to be a bit of an upgrade on what's there. I mean, I don't think the powertrain has changed too much, Mm -hmm. but some of the other features, uh, you know, I think it sort of exceeded the expectations that I had of the vehicle and what a manufacturer can do in their sort of, refreshed or a midlife upgrade yep absolutely i might uh, put up this too, tom oh yes thank you riz yes uh, for those of you, you who've seen my video i did order a tesla model 3 refresh in this particular car in this particular configuration rear wheel drive with the photon wheels so i'm looking forward to sharing with you all the delivery process as well uh probably i would say probably end of quarter one uh looking at this stage i would think I might put up this tweet here from, uh, or X from Sawyer Merritt, uh, who we'd like to share uh, here on the channel. And here's a nice summary of what has actually changed in the Tesla Model 3. So increased range, 50% of the parts uh, in the car are new, as you said, Riz. Um, new door cards, more premium finish, two new colors, no more stalks. I'm looking forward to testing that. Um, it's going to feel like very much like a control pad. You're holding this sort of you know gaming wheel all of a sudden. There's no stalks. All the buttons you need are on the steering wheel like the turn signals, light controls, horn, new camera button, wiper controls, mic controls. Um, and, and curious to see they haven't gone with the, with the yoke steering for the Model 3. At this stage. So we don't know. There is an, there's a, the likelihood that, um, you know, we, what, what we may see in the performance, if it's even there, because now there's rumors floating around, particularly with some mainstream media automotive media who let's just say aren't very supportive of the EV movement to say that, you know, the performance model is canceled altogether. Um, But I don't think it's the case because I think in the China configurator, it's sort of been just grayed out. Mm. So in that was, that was what I saw. I think I saw that yesterday, whereas everywhere else they've sort of just removed the variant. It's not the first time, you know, we saw that with the Model Y where the long range was not available here for, mm. and then, and then just appeared as an option when the orders finally opened. So I guess we'll find out what happens. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Riz. I, I think you're right. I reckon the performance will probably drop. I don't know when, but maybe early next year, but I don't, yeah, it's interesting. Normally they, with these launches for Model 3, Model Y, they normally put the the rear-wheel drive, and then the performance first to try and catch the top-end buyers. But in this mm. case, you've got the rear-wheel drive and long-range version only. As you can see here, these are the MSRP prices in Australia. Um, that $61,900 has gone up by $4,500 compared to the previous Model 3. So it was, it was, current, it was previously $57,400. Yeah. Um, I personally think that $4,500 is worth it for all the features that we've just discussed. Um, and the long range hasn't really increased that much, so probably $1,000, yeah. uh, I think, compared to the old pricing. Uh, I want to put this question up here from Robski. I uh, wonder why Tesla is keeping the battery chemistry a secret. Existing LFP battery, M3P battery, aka LFMP, updated uh, CAT LFP battery. Um, have we seen anything, Riz, at all that might indicate otherwise? Um, so I think from what I can gather, I believe it's the same batteries. Because I know there was rumors around the new battery from CATL. It just may not be ready for them to run through the production run because CATL is building up or has been building a facility next to Tesla in Shanghai. And it may not be ready to supply those specific type of cells yet. Um, But, you know, that change could come and we may even see even more range but if the performance statistics haven't changed too much, still 6.1 seconds, 0 to 100 for the rear-wheel drive and for the dual motor as well, it's 4.4 seconds. Um, if that hasn't changed, the range gained 
in these refresh models is aerodynamics and efficiency, I believe, more than a change in battery chemistry at this stage. Yeah, no, I agree with you, Riz. I think I think we'll probably see the same. And I, I'm, you know, having had the LFP battery now in the Model Three and Model Y for the last six months, I'm uh, really happy with it. You can charge to 100% in the rear wheel drive. Um, and I, I don't know. I, anecdotally, it feels pretty quick at that top end compared to like an NMC NCA battery I previously had. So, you know, still good for for road trips. It charges pretty quickly. I'm pretty happy with it. And you're right. I think it's the efficiency gains uh, from aerodynamics. I think the um, the Drag coefficient is now 2.19. There it is. Soyuz is uh, summarizing yeah. all the information he knows. 0.219. What did I say? Yeah, 0.219. I think it used to be 0.23 from memory. So it has Yeah, to be something good. like that. Yeah. Has the actual shape of the vehicle changed? Has the back changed at all to make it more aerodynamic? So, so they, not a lot. Actually, Soyuz got some, uh, I know it's a little bit of scrolling to do, but people have made the before and after sort of gifs out of it mm. for the front and the back. It may be in some of his other tweets. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, there is not, there hasn't been a whole lot of change. Well, the back, the main change has been, and you can see it in the, um, in the rear photos there is that diffuser on the bottom. Um, but apart from that, they haven't been a whole lot um, and it's lower to the ground. It's, I know it doesn't mean too much, but it's two millimeters lower to the ground, apparently. Um, and the wheels as well, they reckon they're, you know, more aerodynamic than their last generation wheels that they had. Yeah, yeah. I, I reckon the diffuser helps definitely. Um, and it just looks a little bit angrier, right? That stance, mm. I think. It looks, looks really good, even from the front too. I mean, the inside looks more sophisticated, but the outside just looks angrier. I love the and, lights. Oh my goodness! Look at the way the uh, the panel just extends out like that. That looks amazing. I think one of the main things that they've changed in this car is tried to reduce the complexity to manufacture the vehicle. So previously, I believe the tail lights were separate. Like there was one section that was on the main body and another section Correct. that was on the boot um, boot lid. But this time, it's all part of the boot lid. So yeah, that's right. It, it's it's a it's a you know. It helps with tolerances. You don't see gaps. It helps the staff when they're putting the cars together as well. And it's simpler. Um, so, yeah, it, it is more aggressive in their, in the stance from the rear as well. Um, and I guess from the front, it's just more sleeker. I, I, I would go with more roadster look than a Model S look. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah, I, I, that's the first thing that popped out to me when I saw it from all the videos. Like, wow, that's very much Roadster 2020 look. Um, the lights look great too, like great daytime running lights um, mm-hmm. right across there. I couldn't see in, in Matt Watson's CarWow video um, the ultrasonic sensors anymore. So I'd, it'd be very interesting to see whether they appear in our in our uh, builds in Australia. The other thing I didn't notice, and you're right, Tom, that was not, I couldn't see it. And I'm not sure whether those vehicles that they were on display are sort of production-ready vehicles, because apparently that event happened in Norway. Right. I thought it was in China, but then there was discussions on social media last night that it was in Norway, and... uh, Drew Bagalino or one of the one of the guys was actually in Norway talking about the car and they held a presentation uh-huh. there. So yeah, it's interesting to see because the other thing I didn't spot is the front bumper camera. Because in the videos that you know Matt Watson from Carval and some of the other Italian journalists and others that went around the car, um, they couldn't see a front bumper camera on them. So not sure what does that mean yeah exactly and by the way i'm very happy that tesla is opening up content to content creators to you know drop this on embargo it's it's fantastic it's, it's an easy way to disseminate information uh and you know making content creators happy in the turn making all of us happy too as consumers so uh, hats off to tesla for doing that you're right i couldn't see the front bumper, bumper camera uh, ultrasonic sensors were there the wheels again i mean this yeah is this a production vehicle we just don't know um we'll find out very soon I, I know in Matt Watson's Kawa video, when he compared it to the old Model 3s, you could see the Norwegian Euro plates. Yes. So 
that's probably I don't know whether that's an old video that he's screenshotted or whether they had some old cars there sitting there just to compare. I don't know. I, I think so, they did have some old cars there yeah. um, at that at that event, which is a good way of saying here was here's what's what's old and here's what's new. And I so far in my little amateur journalist career, I haven't come across any uh, <laughs> any events where they so, sort of showcase this is the last version. Even the Polestar <laughs> one we were at, Tom, they didn't really have the previous generation Polestar there. No, no, you're right. Riz, you're, you're far too humble. You are not amateur. Come on. You're in the big, oh, big leagues now. Big leagues. Playing with the big boys and girls. <laughs> we are with you, Tom, yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. No, but you're right. It's, it's uh, you know, Tesla likes to do things differently and so good that they allow you to compare. It's an honest review, uh, allowing content creators to do their own thing. So that's fantastic. Um, let's go through some more things that Sawyer has mentioned in this, uh, you know, this uh, very thorough list. Uh, what else have we got? So... Yeah, the LED lighting on the inside, amazing. Look at that. Like that, We've seen that in other vehicles, uh, you know, like, for example, the uh, eGMP cars, like the Hyundais, the Kias have them, the BYDs have them. And now it looks, tes- looks like Tesla's got this as well, this RGB lighting on the inside uh, that extends to the, <clears throat> the start of the rear doors. Customize One thing that would be very cool, Tom, is only Tesla can do this, is what the software updates bring to some of the RGB functionality. Whether they can do some cool things with it, I'm not sure. I mean, that's not that's one thing that only Tesla can do. So we'll we'll find out. Can you can you imagine if you're falling asleep and the RGB lighting suddenly turn red? <coughs> excuse me, and um, you know, warn you that something's coming up on the on the horizon there. Yeah, that's just... could could be could be one of those you know really clever things that only Tesla can do. So we're looking forward to it. Um. I did see a video overnight with Bjorn Nyland from Norway. He commented on the lights and his impression was it was one of the actual downsides that he thought, particularly um, when driving late at night. And if you can't switch the bar off that sort of right underneath the windscreen, then it could become a bit of a distraction. And he's generally, as he puts it, you know, you could be driving late at night and all of a sudden there's a moose party going on and you might miss the moose and, you know, run into them because you have distracted by all these lights. So we'll, we'll find out what I'm sure you should be able to turn the front section off if you want to. Or for those driving at night, it's just the right thing to do if you think it's going to distract you to turn it all off. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure with like night mode, Tesla will dim it down at night. It just makes sense. The way the screens come down at night time and, you know, eye, eye fatigue mode as well. So you're right. Tesla's got the got the software. They can do it. Uh, so a rear uh, double pane windows now. So making for a quieter cabin, apparently better suspension. Um, and then obviously, you know, better aerodynamics, uh, stiffer body, premium sounding door thunk. That, that, stuck, uh, that sort of stuck out at me. You know, with, with the glass doors, you know, you can never get that really nice oomph when you close the door. So I'm very curious to see what that premium sounding door thunk now sounds like. Um, center touchscreen, I think the soft, the, the, the actual computer is the same, <clears throat> but the display is brighter, smaller bezels, more contrast, uh, and just better comfort. Front seats are ventilated. That was a criticism before, but now, you know, that'd be great for, you know, Australian conditions when it's hot in summer. Uh, obviously, the rear seat looks fantastic. No more need for third-party additions anymore. Um, ventilation system's upgraded. You can turn off the passenger side if you don't need it. Better sound system for the long-range version. Uh, faster charging. You can charge your laptops now. Better microphones for phone calls and connectivity. Um, better wheels. And, yeah, the Tesla lettering at the back here. Let's have another look at that. So that I've seen some aftermarket Tesla lettering like that, but now this is sort of OEM. So there you go. Uh, it's it's a it's a nice look, I must say, having that the, the Tesla word at the back. Um, yeah, and working on performance three apparently. So we'll find yeah. out what, what happens. Yeah. So that's so, that's a pretty thorough summary. Yeah, there, there's there's quite a lot happening there, Tom. And and one thing that I think obviously this you know, sorry, I credit to him. He's put quite a bit of effort in trying to put all this stuff together. Mm. One little bit that I think he may not have touched on, and I only learned about it by watching another review last night, is um, with that rear screen now, the passengers in the back can actually control the position of the front seat. So if no one's sitting in the front seat 
and you need more leg room, you can actually control that. I believe that's what they said you can do. So it'd be interesting to see how that functionality works. Well, I know with the aftermarket stuff that I've been reviewing from Show, you can actually do that anyway. So it's not difficult to wire to the controls of the front. And I've always wondered, why would you want to do that? But you're right. If no one's sitting there, uh, it's, you know, it's a nice option to move that forward. Uh, it'd be pretty annoying if someone in the back is, uh, is removing your seat for you. Though. <laughs> so maybe there's an on-off button from the front too. It's <laughs> to stop kids playing with it. Cool. All right. That's great. Um, let's go through some of the comments now and see what people are thinking about this. So let's see. Um, so HG Rider is uh, yeah, saying it's 12 degrees in Sydney. Adam's asking you, Riz, what color did you order? Um, I ordered that uh, ultra deep red, whatever they call it now. So oh, the, the only red on offer. Nice. You like your reds, huh? Oh, uh, look, it's uh, I didn't think I would. So I accidentally ended up with a red performance previously, and I don't think I would have liked that color. But that, yeah, I'm sort of converted, unfortunately. And, um, and you know, Tesla does such a good job in always showcasing those cars in red that um, basically I'm a sucker for their ads. <laughs> the reds do look good. They go faster too, right? Well, <laughs> apparently. Um, say hi to Peter Cook. Hi, Peter. M33 batteries are rumored to be sodium iron, even though most believe the LFMP. Okay, we'll see. Uh, how do you get 5% extra boot space without changing the battery? Oh, was there extra boot space as well, was there? Mm. Uh, I did, wasn't aware of that. Mm. Not sure. Um, next thing you know, they advertise cars with no tires just so the base price is lower. Well, you know, efficiency is Tesla's game, right? <laughs> uh, this is a good point from Pantheus, actually. Uh, will the removal of stalks cause roundabout chaos for us and Europe? Yeah, I, I saw the commentary around this. I mean, is it because you worry that you, you need to indicate out again? Is that what the concern is with the, the stalkless steering wheels? Uh, I wonder how responsive that is, those buttons on the steering wheel there. Mm. Mm. And Another thing just on that, talking about the stalkless design and, you know, previous models have the gear shifter. Um, I believe, and it hasn't been spoken about in a lot of the reviews, but the new Model S's that we're not going to get here, or the X's, there is, I believe, a backup capacitive buttons sort of near where the uh, where you've got your wireless charging pads just underneath that. That's where you've got them. But in the new Model 3, it's up at the top. So where you've got your hazard light switch or the button up there, the, you, I think they light up so you can see park, drive as a backup. Oh. I believe that's the case. It wasn't highlighted yesterday, but I think I've seen some photos on Chinese Tesla's official Weibo account where they do have them right up at the top. And I'm not sure how the functionality works but that's as a backup for not having those stalks. Okay, right. So, yeah, almost like a mini head-up display. Well, right above yeah, you. Right see what's there. going on. <laughs> yeah, well, obviously none of the reviewers last night drove the car, so we don't know, right? We'll yeah. see. We, we see the first drives coming out. We might be one of the first countries to get a first drive, given that Australia's, you know, order page is open, right? Chris? Well, I've got my runners ready um, as, <laughs> soon as, as soon as they sort of drop. Look, uh, you know... I was thinking about this last night. They're probably going to do something similar to what they did with the Model Y launch last year, where oh, it was slightly different because they had the showroom cars here, then they opened the page or the order page. I wouldn't be surprised if the, if the showroom cars are already on ships heading to us because mm. it looks like they were able to get these cars to Norway. Mm. so you know and and that huge batch of cars that we spoke about on a couple of times on the thursday night stream that was outside giga shanghai that's you know pretty much reduced now and they have ended up at showrooms in china and i guess these cars in norway so eventually i would say we would probably be seeing them if we're lucky um, by the end of this month or early next month but, yeah, there could be something worth keeping an eye out on uh, for all the ludicrous feed, you know, viewers. If you see something, just um, um, X Tom. 
That's right. X me or email me. I'll definitely amplify it for you guys. So we've got a network of spies now, Riz. I mean, we're getting like almost 2,000 viewers per show. Yes. And that's not per week. That's per live stream uh, on replay. So guys and girls, you're out there. Email them to us. Uh, you know, get those runners on. And uh, yeah, show those photos. They've got to be coming. So look out for transporters. Look out for the docks. They've got to be on their way. And, oh, oh, please, Tesla. I would love to allow us local content creators here in Australia to first give us a first test drive that we can show everyone what's going on with these new updates. So anyone from Tesla watching, this is an idea for you. We're very happy to, to help you guys out. Uh, let's take some more comments. So uh, new Model 3 oh, is definitely a step up for, for existing owners. The 4K difference could be spent for enhanced autopilot for existing owners. But the thought, I just want to say too that um, I've been in touch with a couple of viewers and I know some of you are watching today is that if you had an existing Model 3 order, you were given the option, it's not really an option, it's kind of like, you know, do this or lose the order, to update to a, a Highland Model 3, and it doesn't, you don't keep the lower price, you still have to pay the extra difference. Um, the other option is to, to forfeit your order. So if you are one of those people on the stream now, let us know your experience of that, and did you keep your order, did you cancel? Uh, that'll be very interesting to see. Um, and 5e at this stage, uh, he, this person has a long range model three on order and it's due to come in three weeks at the earliest. Do you think it's worth for me to upgrade to the new one? Yeah. So that's the kind of issue we were talking about. I, I personally think it's worth it, especially if it's only a thousand dollar difference between the long range old one and the new one. And, and it's one thing I think about is that if, if your state or territory allows for you to or if you're eligible for subsidy, particularly with the rear-wheel drive car, um, then, you know, I know that it's a little bit of an offset, but it's 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 a slightly different car, I guess, more efficient than the rest. And in some ways, you do end up, you know, you'll eventually sell your existing car if you've got a Model 3 or if you're just waiting on a new one. Either way, it's a win-win situation for most people. One thing to be wary of, though, is if you're selling an existing Model 3, the price is maybe slightly lower than you would have received a couple of months ago. So do your research and, um, you know, then make a decision that works best for your, you know, situation. Or well, there is on the flip side, because the prices have increased for new cars, you never know. It might actually keep its value because, yeah. you know, the prices increase. So I'll see. I've actually applied for a trade-in. Uh, someone's asking here, what are you going to do? With your Tesla Model 3, uh, did you trade it in? So, uh, I mean, I'm not going to trade it in yet. I still need my car, but I've applied for the price. We'll see what happens. We'll see what price they give me. Um, and, yeah, I'll answer that very shortly. Um, the question from Nick, can you charge 200% long range? No one knows yet. We haven't seen the cars, so we'll find out for you. It's, prob I, I, it's probably an NCM battery, just if I'm a betting person. Um, and let's see. Yeah, people are saying get the new one for that question about whether I should upgrade. I would agree as well um let's see any other things okay okay peter's saying long range with a 2170 battery nca chemistry okay more energy dense thank you yes that's correct terry's saying <clears throat> referral links are not working for the new model 3 that's right terry uh only only the model y i did i thought i could when i ordered it i thought i added my loyalty uh link and at the time it looked like i did but when i got my final invoice or the provisional final invoice, uh, the discount wasn't there. So I, I don't know what's happening with that. I'll find out, I guess, as time goes on. Um, <clears throat> Sensei saying it's not eligible for the referral. Okay. Uh, what else have we got here? Uh, and Gaffer's agreeing with the Riz intro is from Norway. And Robert fully charged was driving in Oslo. Okay. There you go. Tom, maybe you can get in to the Tesla Panda Y upgrade launch. Oh, Nick, I would I would love to be one of those content creators in Norway checking it out. Believe me, believe you me. <laughs> I'll bring Riz with me. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, just uh, just a quick thing. I have noticed in the last week or so that Tesla Australia is engaging more with press. It has started to happen. Um, and it's the right thing to do. They're a bigger company now than they used to be. You know, the early, they've got, early adopters have already got the cars and there's all the others that are thinking about them. So they need a broader range of customers or people to know that these cars are real and they won't, you know, all the myths around the EVs aren't true. So 
hopefully they will, as you said, Tom, hopefully they'll engage more and more, particularly with those that, you know, understand it because they're owners or can provide insights that some of the traditional media companies cannot. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Real world drives, that kind of stuff. People want to see that, right? We don't want like glorified, you know, glossy stuff. We just want real world gritty stuff to see whether we can actually do real drives like Sydney to Melbourne, Sydney to Brisbane, uh, Adelaide to Melbourne, those kind of things. Thanks, Gaffer. Uh, Bobby, you took it for a drive. Thank you very much. And he also demoed the door thunk. Thank you. I might check that video Ooh. out. Yeah, so, so th- that was interesting because, yeah, th- I did see the X yesterday that, um, you know, Robert Llewellyn was going to take one out and apparently mm-hmm. the video has dropped overnight. So it's probably worth checking out for people like us who haven't seen it yet. And those of you that have, that's awesome. We'll check it Thank out. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, question about floor mats. We'll see, right? I mean, I think that the, the body hasn't changed too much, so it should it should be the same. One thing about YouTube, obviously, you, you can't get a good idea of how, how like, realistic the sound is. So, I mean, as much as I try to put the mic near things, it, it is hard. You'll have to test it out for yourself too. But it's good that it sounded heavier too, Gaffer. That's great. Um, okay. Apparently, Tesla's added more arm protection to this, the doors for side impact. Uh, as Matt from Carwell said, it's safer right now. Um yeah, people are loving your red model uh, three Riz. That's good. good. <laughs> um, yeah, question. Good question here from Jolly. Tesla removing the stalks from the car. Uh, what do you guys think of that? For the average Joe jumping to an EV for the first time. Good question. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna feel different, right? Uh, but as I said, it, it it's it feels probably it's gonna feel more like a control pad. So for the younger drivers, it might feel more natural for gamers. Mm. It has what they call smart shift. So particularly for changing gears, it has somewhat of an idea. But then again, you know, it's always hard to know what's actually, you know, if the car fully understands what's going on with just cameras. But I guess we'll get that, as Tom was saying earlier, we'll get real world testing done on the new vehicles when they land. And so Tesla, if you're watching... There's, you know, lots of people interested. Got to get, got to get Tom a vehicle. Yes, absolutely. Um, and if you just joined us as well, thanks for joining us on a Saturday morning at eight thirty-five a.m. Really appreciate your attendance. And if you are just one of the hundred twenty-three people who have tuned in, we are talking Tesla Model Three uh, refresh. We try to keep it more diverse in terms of EVs, but obviously today, you know, is a Tesla day. Given what happened yesterday, it's important we discuss this and flesh it out. If you are interested in uh, in updating your order or or purchasing a Model Three, I think this is a good one to listen to. So thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, Paul, thanks for joining us. Paul, did my Model Three resale value just drop twenty percent overnight? As we discussed, we'll see what happens because the prices have increased. Whether it, mm. it keeps its value, so we'll, we'll find out very shortly. Um, Jim Donaldson, blinkers don't matter in Tassie. Most people don't use them, or most people use them. Oh. Okay, <laughs> I think you're probably getting it, but most people don't use them anyway. Um, yeah, some some cars don't seem to use blinkers anyway, right? Maybe they don't have blinkers in some vehicles. <laughs> no names mentioned, no brands mentioned. Uh, yes, Carl. Yes, uh, Model Three ventilation seats has to be my favorite addition. I, I agree. It's going to be so good in summer, particularly for a black interior. Yeah. Uh, Kenny's saying trunk space has increased. By 594 liters from 561. Okay, mm. there you go. <clears throat> it's funny how they measure trunk space, though. Uh, I don't know. Do they? Is it a volume thing? That I don't know. They measure it this way and that. I'm not sure. Well, I'd but say I'm with their computational design tools, they can figure out exactly how much yeah. space there is. But I think, as Beyond sort of said, that um, I. Uh, he's probably going to be able to fit just as many banana boxes into this one as the last one. So it probably won't make any real functional uh, difference, but I guess, you know, you never know. I mean, they're they're very clever people that designed these cars, some of the best. So we'll find out what they can. I mean, a lot of ice car drivers these days, even, even these days when they look at our model threes, it's they're surprised at how much boot space there actually is. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's not just the number too. It's like how functional is it? How how easy is it to fit a suitcase or banana box, whatever it is, sporting equipment inside a Model 3? 
That's important too. Mm-hmm. Um, have we got confirmation, Riz, about the V4 hardware? I know we discussed there's no front cameras in these cars that the content creators reviewed. Um, I mean, presumably it's a V4 hardware in there. It's supposed to be, and then there is this whole thing. So in, in the US, the Model Ys have got the 5-megapixel cameras. So I think the cameras, all of the ones that they will put in, will be the new upgraded versions. The issue is going to be whether there is a hardware 3.5 somewhere in the middle where mm-hmm. they have you know a lot of the hardware there, but then some of it is missing. So until they get to whatever that hardware 4 looks like, because the Model Y, as we speak, in the US don't have the front cameras mm. or the ones in the bumper anyway. But they have yep. the 5 megapixel cameras all around the car. Okay, so it's like a f- hardware 4 light without the front cameras. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah. Interesting. I guess if you don't have full self-driving, it probably doesn't make too much difference. But it's good no. for sentry mode, I guess. Yeah, better, better quality recording. Uh, JD Music and uh, Media Music, hello, welcome, one of our members. Um, yeah, this is a good point here. Now the Tesla can turn off indicators based on where you change lanes, leading up to around about the first time you indicate, the car will know when you need to exit. Yeah, maybe you can see the exit. Yeah. You can read your mind, maybe, you know which one you want to go to. <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, Okay, yes, if your current order status states your Model 3 has been assigned, will it give you an option to upgrade? Wow. I mean, if the car's coming already, you know, surely your car is coming, right? Has anyone else in the chat got that option, like to update to to a Highland? Hmm. Interesting. Um, Now the lights have dimmed on the Model 3 reveal. When is the Model Y upgrade going to happen? So-called Juniper? Juniper? I don't know. We'll see. I think the, the next <laughs> next thing they're working on is the, to get the performance out on the three first. And <laughs> then I guess I'll probably same time next year, the way things are looking. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Apple seems to release stuff around this time too, so maybe they're taking a lead from Apple. Ooh. Right, around the season changes. Uh, that's nice of Dronus to say. Ludicrous Feed and Car Loop, definitely the, uh, the best platform for people like us to learn. Oh, that's very kind of you, Dronus. Real-world yeah. stuff. That's what we're trying to achieve. Um, will the perforated seats make much of a difference for a car that is stored in the garage each night? Um, I mean, you still got to park somewhere in the street, right? Um, if you're driving in the hot sun. I don't know. I think it's – maybe it's one of those features. Like, I've never really – had them in any of the vehicles that I've owned, so I'm not sure how good or how effective they are. I also saw Darren Jung's video from Singapore, and obviously in warmer climates, and particularly, you know, as you head up the coast in Australia as well, sort of, you know, Sydney and up to Queensland and the rest, there's warmer climate, so it could be um, could be quite a nice thing. Um but I guess we'll find out how these perforated seats are different to other manufacturers and, you know, some may like the usage. But if the, if the feature is there, I guess it's up to, up to individuals to try it, even if it's in the showroom and, you know, maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll say, I'm, I'm happy with, without it. So at least options there. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to miss peeling themselves off a moist vegan leather seat on a 35-degree Celsius day in um, summer. So <laughs> I, I, for one, am happy to see ventilated seats. <laughs> um, JD Media is saying, uh, yeah, thumb change for indicators people will get used to. I agree. I think, you know, as you said, Riz, before, the paddle shifters for gear change, this is the new evolution of uh, of uh, indicator change. Well, the, we, we also have in EVs the paddle shifters for region change in some of the EVs. <laughs> That's correct. Yes, Ionic 5, 6, and Kia EV uh, 6 have them as well. That's true. Yeah. forgot about that. Thank you, Mark. I was wondering about this. The referral for the new Model 3 has been successful upon contacting Tesla. They will honor orders placed before October 31. Excellent. Good. I might give Tesla a call to make sure uh, I get that discount too. Uh, competitive gaming. Are you talking about the steering wheel with the indicators? Um, Tesla does trade in ICE cars. Yes. A lot of questions today. Thank you, guys and girls, on a Saturday morning. Really appreciate that. Um, no head-up display that I could see. 
Um, oh, wow, keep those comments coming. Amazing. Um, what else have we got? JD Media. It says, it says version 3.5 hardware, they say, whatever that means. Yeah, I think we sort of discussed that without the front camera. Um, to boot, Tom. Yeah, to boot. That's right. Apologies. Not a, not a truit or a bunk. We are living in uh, British English Australia, I suppose. Um, I feel the tech gap between Tesla and the rest is widening. It does appear that way every time they launch a new car, right? Uh, it, you know, the Model 3, right, this this new upgrade, and even the previous, the current generation Model 3, mm. it's it still seems so far ahead compared to what most manufacturers are providing. So Volkswagen is supposed to release this ID7 sedan, which is the length of, um, I guess, a Model S, but it feels on the inside very in, sort of inspired by the Model 3. It's mm-hmm. only got a smaller screen behind the steering wheel, which is cool. But that vehicle has just started production a couple of weeks ago. Their first one rolled off for a customer a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Model 3 came out, was unveiled in 2017. Australia, we got the first couple in 2019. Here we are in 2023. And I think, yeah, that Jerry can's right. That gap is widening. And I yeah. don't know how the others will catch up. I also saw... A, a review yesterday from Ireland of the no, it was in Germany of the new BYD Seal. Um, oh, yes. So the it's it's starting to head out to Europe now, uh, at least for the press cars. And you know, BYD Seal is going to be a good car, no doubt about it. But I just think Tesla just widened that gap right up again. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I think I think what we saw yesterday was a monumental leap. Absolutely. Uh, thanks, Gaffer. Don't forget to hit the like button. Helps the channel grow. Thank you very much. Check this out. Uh, speaking of tech, Robert said they automatically sense the body heat and adjust your seats with the <laughs> ventilated seats. How funny is that? <laughs> it might be full blast for some people in summer. Um, yes. <laughs> which is fine by me. You know, better to keep you comfortable in that vehicle. Amazing. Um, if the steering also self-adjusts so you don't need to turn it as much, the buttons would be a non-issue. Yeah, we'll see how it works. Um, what features do you get on the back screen? I think I think we source climate control um, and yeah, entertainment features and two speakers can be uh, sorry, two headphones can be used uh, oh. for the back. Now, what I'm curious about is whether you can watch content in the back seat while the front is blank uh, for countries like us where we don't allow yeah. content and web browsing when the car is in motion. That would be amazing because then the the passengers in the back can still enjoy the content, right? Mm. So we'll see. Yeah. Oh, JD Media saw an ID3 in Geelong dri- driving last night. Have they arrived in Australia, Riz? Um, not, nothing official yet, but that's pretty cool because this, that would be the, I would suspect, would be the new ID3, which has only come out in Europe a couple of months ago now. Um, so unless it's like the Skoda Enyaq where they're testing the last generation car, but having said that, that's cool. They haven't arrived as far as I know. Yeah, remember to send those pictures to me and I'll amplify them for you on socials. So keep them coming. Um, can we clarify what subscription services are packaged? Yeah, I think it's just the, uh, you know, the, the usual premium connectivity, um, on the website I can see anyway from last night's review. Um, Okay, so my Calais, hold on Calais, I think, senses which seats have bums on them and adjusts the seat heaters separately. So I'm sure Tesla will be way ahead. Well, I think Tesla does it anyway. And when I wake up early in the morning when it's cold, my seat heaters come on automatically. But with the ventilated seats, that'd be cool as well to keep my bum cool. Cool bum. Um, Yes, Scotty agrees. Uh, It should happen as you could get cars with DVD players for backseat passengers too. DVD players. Remember those days, Riz? Oh, I remember those um, little VCD flip-up players that people oh. used to buy for their kids in in the back, and um, yeah, and then those screens mounted behind the you know the front seats oh, for yes. the kids in the back as well. So I, I guess so. I guess it would be based on the fact that the integration is with the car's software. Um, 
I mean, with most people buying vehicles, you could do a lot in the aftermarket space. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see. <laughs> Don't worry, Scotty, we're with you. <laughs> All good. Um, well, Holland's saying when the front needs to make a decision, the back is not allowed to distract because you know kids aren't distracting enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think content. I think content's going to help. To be honest, to keep them quiet while you make a better decision. I'm just saying. Um, makes me slightly less excited for my Model Y that's due to arrive in a few weeks, but that refresh will be in a couple of years. I, I'd yeah. say so. I'd say so. A couple of years. Although I thought Highland was going to be next year, so hey, never know, right? We'll keep you informed anyway on the channel. Um, any update on steer by wire? Don't know. Um, no. Unlikely, I'd say. Um, yes, the back screen can connect to Bluetooth headphones separate to the front. That's right. That'd be really good. Um, Riz, yeah, I think we're caught up with the chat. Thanks so much, everyone, for uh, posting your comments here. Let's, uh, shall we move on to another story? What do you think? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think, you know, we'll learn more about what this change means. And um, speaking of other new products, I think the Cybertruck um, is getting closer to its official first deliveries. And this particular photo shows um, a dual motor variant with a sticker on it on the underbody of the front. Um, you can sort of see it says, you know, as the as people on the internet have zoomed in, it says dual motor. And it wasn't expected to be a dual motor variant. There are, you know, people thought that Tesla would first produce the quad motors and the tri-motor variants because that's where they make the most money off these cars in the beginning anyway, until they can scale production up. But uh, yeah, it seems like dual motor variants are already being produced and um that could be a couple of weeks away before we know the prices for them so that might happen before the end of this month yeah have a look at this picture here so it looks like they're using like a like one of those portable batteries right <clears throat> um to test something so interesting yeah dual motor variant i mean you know if, if i was going to buy a cybertruck that's the one i'd be going at least surely you want a bit more traction with this kind of vehicle yeah it's good. I'm just scrolling down here. I just see that uh, Tesla holds Model 3 Highland Premier in Norway. So that's what people are saying. Another shot of the Highland there. Can't get away from the Highland, right? News is everywhere about it. Looks so good. Look at that. Riz, that's what you're getting. You're getting a red Roadster-like Highland Model 3. It looks absolutely amazing. Well, it's Roadster that is actually being produced because the other ones we still don't know. Elon reckons we'll have the, I guess, some production next year for the roadster but they've got a lot on their plate they've got to make the model 2 get this model 3 up and running um so it would be interesting there was a comment made earlier around you know some of the changes steer by wire for the model 3 highland but i think tesla has to be careful with how many changes they can make into these vehicles particularly with some countries and their rules around certain new technologies because they have to be able to sell the cars in the same countries that they were able to sell them previously. So in Australia, for example, if they make too many design changes and bring too much new technology into a vehicle that they already sell, then you know they may have issues with getting compliance or ADR approvals and other things, because that may be a longer process. We know how, how slow governments can be with things. So you know, possibly not yet while they work through those other things, but we'll we'll find out. It's still months away, I think two or three months before we see real-world cars um, either in China or in Europe to begin with and then hopefully here soon after that. Mm, yeah, no, I agree. Incremental changes is probably a good thing. Uh, you don't want to devalue the older cars too. Yeah. Uh, it's a funny comment from Carl. Does anyone offer a glass screen between the back and the front? <laughs> like a London cab, hey? <laughs> Keep those kids quiet. Maybe one of those third-party screens that just go up. Yeah, Sorry, up. kids. Daddy needs quiet time. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, did either of you go for white seats? Riz, did you go for white seats? No. Usually it's, um, usually it's black. Yeah. Yeah, I worry too about uh, about the discoloration with uh, pets, young kids, and, and things, and just putting stuff in the boot uh, in the back. So I, I've always gone with black seats, to be honest with you. 
Uh, cool. Uh, okay, Gaff is saying, I don't think that's a battery to test something. I think it's part of the vehicle. Okay. My apologies. Let's just look like an EcoFlow battery to me. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, Jerry can. Are the EV Switch 7 kilowatt chargers available yet? I thought the website was going live on 31 August. Now, this is that um, the, the, the 499 charger that Luke Todd promised that we will have the, uh, them available. Jerry Can, you're the third person to ask that in the last couple of days. And yeah, I haven't heard anything more on this. Yeah, Riz, this was your article back in July. This is Luke uh, from EV Direct or BYD Automotive holding one of these switch. And they, they look pretty cost-effective, 7 kilowatt, 499. I think they will do well. Whether they, I don't know, bundle them with uh, the new BYD seal or Dolphin, hmm. we'll see what happens there. But there it is. And so we haven't sharp. heard too much more. Yeah, no, we'll keep you guys informed. But a good question, though. Um, okay, let's keep running with the comments here. Um, okay. Is there anything else you want to bring up at all with Tesla Model 3 or anything else? Um, I guess this week there have been a lot more people going around and testing the BYD Dolphins. So, Tom, you've had a couple of people share their experiences and you've seen them on X as well. So anyone else that's gone out and had a look, just let us know what you think about the car. There seems to be a lot of positive sort of feedback because all you're doing is going in and having a look and sitting in it because you can't drive it yet mm. so you know i think the the audience the more people that can get out and have a look at these cars the better feedback it would be for us and for byd so hopefully they can you know get a couple of these cars on the road soon so that we can actually review them because the mg4s as we speak now are being delivered to customers and the f- overall feedback seems to be very positive. Mm. You're right, Riz. The MG4, as you, as you know, we drove it to Canberra. Uh, it was such a good drive, even for that Excite 51 kilowatt hour battery. Um, I think they've definitely got a head start ahead of BYD in terms of getting cars on the road quickly. So we shall see whether the Dolphins can be delivered in the same numbers as the MG4s will be too. So very good. It's only good, only good for us consumers having this competition between the two affordable brands. Um, any word if the glass roof will be more heat resistant? Um, yes, good question. Acoustic, well, uh, supposed to reduce noise. I'm not mm. sure if the tinting is any better or not. Um, but I'm sure, like Tom, you've done the sunshade accessories and other things that you can get for the model, current Model 3 and Y. I'm sure mm. there'll be, you know, so many accessories for these vehicles because these are mainstream cars now. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I think um, I think I, I thought I heard something that it was better for insulation, but I, I don't know about heat resistance. I, I can't imagine it'd be too different. I mean, the, the original, the current generation glass is actually pretty good tinting-wise mm. already. Obviously, people like to have the extra sunroof uh, just to, like basically block it all out but i think honestly even without it's probably okay to be honest with you yeah i think they've got um <clears throat> you know most people seem to be pretty happy with it in some of the you know queensland and above where there is a lot more heat and humidity there is options but most of the feedback that i've received from owners up there is they're generally pretty happy with them mm-hmm. um so Hope you know Tesla's generally only improving their products and Model Y owners today. I think those of us that have them, the their rear windows are already uh, double glazed or whatever they call them now. From mm, memory, is that right, Tom? Correct. Yeah, both yeah. front and rear a glass is double paned, but Model Three yeah, only the front paint. is. Mm. So yeah. Model Three front only. Some of the older ones, it's just, you know, single pane. Um, mm. So, you know, those of you that do have Model Ys, they're, they're already, you know, pretty pretty good product. Mm. And and I've got to say, having a Model 3 and a Model Y, the suspension in the Y is definitely better. Like, it's so much better. 
Uh, the three is definitely bumpier between like between the two drives that, that I do regularly. So having the three now with the uh, better suspension, as as Sawyer has tweeted or xed, I think it'll be a good good thing. Uh, it's definitely worth the extra money for that. Um, Gaffer asks, do we have stories from all those superchargers opening up the non-Teslas yet? Are they working yet for others? I've only posted that one with the BYD uh, taking up more than one spot. So if anyone has any other experience with another non-Tesla vehicle, share them with me. I'll, I'll amplify them for you. Um, yes, yeah, so Charge HQ currently is a good app to use charging from the sun. I mean, that's really up to the Tesla app uh, and the Gen 3 wall connector to do its thing. I'm also doing um, a, a review for Wallbox as well, which has got the same solar charging functionality. So stay tuned for that video. I'll be doing the full review. Uh, good point here from Sensei. Here we go. I'll just touch on this briefly. With Model 3 refresh release, will anyone remember little sister BYD seal? Now, Riz, the price has gone up for Model 3, 61000 Will that mean BYD will be able to release its car around that mid-50s now? Well... <laughs> We'll find out. I think BYD are probably considering the SEAL to be in a different class to the Model Y, particularly because it's, it, it was slightly longer, but now the model, the new Model 3 is a little bit longer too. Not by much. Mm. But, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I think the value out of a Model 3 is with the supercharging network, which I guess 30 of the sites are open to the seals as well. Um, there's still, I, I feel there's more value in the Model 3, but those that are looking for an alternative uh, to a Tesla in terms of a sedan, you basically got Polestar 2, which is more expensive, uh, with the refresh being the rear-wheel drive for single-motor variants. And then you have the seal, but with the seal, we've still got months before anything happens because... First deliveries in New Zealand when they announced it a couple of months ago now was before Christmas. We haven't officially had the announcement just yet. Mm. So, and Hong Kong, who've had the announcement and the pricing announced, their first batch is supposed to come before the end of the year. So, it'll be months away. And I wouldn't be surprised if we have the new Model 3s in the country before the SEAL deliveries sort of ramp up. Yeah, I agree. Let's be realistic. Um, just stay tuned. I think there might be announcements about the seal shortly, right, Riz? We uh, will we'll let people know when we know more about yep. uh, the dates. Yep. So stay tuned to the channel, as always. Um, let's see. Uh, Scotty, the Model 3 full glass roof, no, it's it's uh, two two sections because it's not a hatch opening for Model 3 refresh. So you still need the middle bar to keep the roof up. Unlike Model Y, which is um, one full pane. Um, what else have we got there? So, yeah, so there's an audio change for the base Model 3. Uh, I think Long Range has got something like 17 speakers and I think nine for real drive. Um, but we'll see. Quality versus quantity, I reckon, in, in, uh, yeah. in Tesla. Not so much a number of you can have like lots of bad speakers, but I'd rather have one decent soundbar in my house if you yeah. get my gist. Well, on the long range as well, the 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 section that separates the front section of the glass roof to the rear, apparently they've got one integrated up there for uh, the yes. long range, as well as I think two subwoofers in the rear, sort mm. of in the boot. So we'll find out. But like you said, it's quality over quantity, but being Tesla, generally, it's always a step forward. So we'll find out. We'll find out. They, they always use their own, or they, they sort of use the tech from another sound company or sound producing company, but they don't put the branding on the car. It's like they, they buy the license or something. It's 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 pretty cool. Um, Matthew, am I right in the new red is the same as the ultra red? Is it, Riz? I, I'm not yes. sure. It is? So the the new so when uh, Tesla and Tesla announced this yesterday, they said the two colors. There's the gray, which is slightly different to the existing uh, what is it, midnight silver, mm. and then the red is actually the ultra red, not the multi coat. So it's the stuff that the Model S and X was getting in the US, not to be confused with cherry red, which is yeah. what they have in Berlin, which is that real dark 
Burgundy. Um, sort of deep red. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, the, the ultra red looks a bit deeper as well compared to the multicode red we've been getting here. So it looks really lovely. Um, Nick's asking me, why do I prefer the three over the Y? Well, I mean, I, I, it's, it's, it's not the family car. The three is my sort of personal runabout. I just want a smaller car to get around uh, quickly around town and to, to work and things. Whereas the Y is great for the family. We need to transport almost four adults now. So that's the difference. Uh, yes, Gaffer's saying two voice mics. That's correct. So she better have phone quality as well. Um, oh, sorry, I'll clarify that with the sound. Tesla hired sound engineers from other companies. Thank yeah. you for clarifying that. Appreciate that. Um, okay, yes, and Tesla have, you know, Elon Musk said Tesla audio engineers come from B&O and other companies. Yeah, I knew it was something like that, some sort of arrangement yeah. where they've got another brand helping them out. Cool. <laughs> I think that's a better option than, um, you know, Tesla being Tesla, being able to control their own sound system. And, you know, I think over the years, Tom, you've also seen that some of the updates that made improvements to the sound system um, Mm. in some of the vehicles. So they continuously improve and they do have engineers from, as Elon said, Bang & Olufsen in some of the other vehicles. So I've got a, driving a BMW iX1 at the moment and that has Harman Kardon written everywhere you can see. Yeah. It's literally like every every bit of speaker has Harman Kardon written on it. So um yeah. personally I think the previous Model 3 long range and performance speakers sounded a lot but well they sound a lot better than what um BMW's done with that car. Um, so it's a lot of tech in the, in the Teslas that come standard. And there's also aftermarket kit. I think Hans- Hanshaw, they have one as well for Model 3 rear wheel drive to get those customers for them to be able to have access to some of the premium audio features. But it's once again aftermarket, so someone will have to install it, and it's not official Tesla product. Yeah, no, I, I the sound already sounds pretty good in the base model three and Y. Like, I mean, Y especially because it's got the same kit as the real uh, as the long range and performance. But even in the three, without the extra subwoofer, I think it sounds yeah. it sounds pretty good. It's good enough for me. It is. So very happy. Um. Okay. Cool. I think that might be it for us, uh, Riz, and everyone else watching on the stream. Thanks so much. We've uh, we've pretty much thoroughly explored the new Tesla model three. Highland refresh, right? Uh, through my video with the order and also today's stream with Riz, uh, we're just, you know, this is what we do. We discuss it. You guys on the stream, on the chat, you know, help us out with what uh, you think you've seen. Now, we obviously can't see everything. You've picked stuff that we haven't seen. So that's good. We all learn together. Um, I love it. So thanks very much, everyone. And thank you, Riz, as always, for joining us on a Saturday morning. Awesome to be on, Tom. And um, yeah, great to see everyone. Lots of questions. I know it's been a very Tesla focused stream today, but Moving forward, we'll uh, obviously bring some more news on Tesla as they continue to uh, bring new products and hopefully we'll see a performance on this car as well. But at the same time, there's so much happening in the EV space. We've got, I think September is going to be a pretty busy, September and October are going to be very busy months for EV launches. Um, Peugeot launched their, I think, E3008 SUV very quietly and uh, over the last couple of days so there's many more cars coming so keep the questions coming and get your cameras out if you see anything shoot it through to tom and he'll help it amplify and spread the good word around evs absolutely get those runners on riz and everyone else uh let's let's keep spying those cars right we've got a big network now thanks everyone thank you riz and uh yeah as we said we will uh you know obviously focus on other vehicles as well not just tesla in future but we you know be remiss of us not to focus on the highland today given it was a big news overnight that it dropped thanks everyone for watching and until the next ludicrous feed live stream take care and happy charging see you next time bye now